It is Sunday, April 24th, 2022, and this is Enter the Bat Cave. I am Matthew Bars here. Uh, well, you just heard that great intro music. Well, not the theme song, but the uh, Marvel Superheroes theme song from 1966. That's when all the cartoons came out uh the marvel superhero cartoons came out that was the one that featured thor captain america iron man and the submariner um of course uh the spider-man cartoon did not come out until um they did not come out until the um until 1967 so, um, so there. But nevertheless, here is the preview for Marvel in May. Got me some, uh, kombucha here. Berry lemonade kombucha. Yeah, my brother actually got this for me, uh, today. So, trying it out for the first time. Hmm. Oh, this is good. <clears throat> oh, yeah, this is good. This is good. Berry lemonade. Definitely gonna get more of this. But now let's get on with the show. Yep, this is the preview for Marvel in May. And starting... Next week, I uh, next Sunday, I am going to be dedicating the entire month of May to Marvel Comics. And I grew up, uh, you know, both liking DC and Marvel. Uh, more so Marvel than DC. I mean, with DC, for me, it was just Batman and Robin and, Super, and Superman. But with me, uh, with Marvel... Um, you know, Marvel, I liked more of their heroes, you know, I mean, I, I mean, I liked the Incredible Hulk, I liked Spider-Man, uh, the Punisher, later on, um, Daredevil, uh, Blade, Deadpool, of course, X-Men, I grew up, uh, watching the X-Men, um, cartoon show in the 1990s, and actually, uh, still to this day, I mean, whenever I hear that theme song, I mean, it just, it just brings back good memories of my childhood. In fact, actually, uh, for Christmas, uh, one year for Christmas, I actually got the, uh, Iceman, um, yeah, the Iceman, uh, action figure, you know, and it was cool because you could put him in, in the ice, you can put him in the freezer, have him frozen, and you know, and stuff like that, so that was pretty cool, that was a cool, um, Christmas gift I got, and of course, um, Iceman was really one of my favorites, although he wasn't, although he wasn't on the, um, he wasn't on the animated series, uh, well, he made one appearance, but that's when he had gone, like, uh, Renegade, and he supposedly went Renegade, and, but I remember him mostly from, 
uh, Spider-Man and his amazing friends. And that was a cartoon I liked. I actually had a one uh, videotape of it. I had a cassette tape of an episode. That was one where they went to um, they went to the X-Men reunion, you know, and um, Spider-Man had to deal with uh, Juggernaut. And, you know, we saw Wolverine, we saw Cyclops, we saw Professor X, and also another member of that is Firestar. And Firestar, she wasn't an original member of the X-Men. She just uh, was written in for the, for the cartoon series. And then later on in the comics, uh, especially in the uh, spinoff uh, New Mutants, I think it was called, um... She actually became part of the comics, and kind of in the same way as uh, Harley Quinn years later on Batman the Animated Series. She was a uh, someone that was written in for the TV show, and then later on be, uh, was written into the comics, and then eventually she got her movies and TV show. And Regardless of what anybody else says, you know, by the way, um, I actually liked Harley Quinn, you know, the Birds of Prey movie. You know, I thought it was actually pretty cool, you know, I mean, personally. And, you know, that's how uh, Firestar got started. Although, um, <clears throat> though I don't think we'll see a Firestar movie in the near future, unfortunately. But, nevertheless... Um, that's actually gonna, that's actually gonna be one of the shows I'll be, um, reviewing, uh, gonna be doing a watch-along, yep, one of many watch-alongs that I'll be doing for the month of Marvel, yep, I should say the Mar, yeah, Marvel in May, <laughs> yeah, Marvel in May, now, for their first week, which is next week, is when it will begin. I will be doing a watch-along for X-Men's Night of the Sentinels. Yep, this was the very first episode in the in the animated series that came on in 90... It was either 92 or 93. And I remember I used to actually uh, watch that... Um, I used to watch the video cassette that my cousins had my cousins uh jeffrey ken who by the way shout out to them and also shout out to um my cousin ken um you know uh he's a football coach over at um over at mit and him and his uh wife just uh got through a uh, real health scare so um she's doing fine right now and yeah, just yeah, just keep them in your prayers. And anyways, uh, I used to watch that all the time, and uh, that's why still to this day it's uh, my my favorite uh, episode of uh, the X Men uh, series. You know, the Night of the Sentinels. It was a two part episode, and it was just uh, and still to this day it holds up pretty well. And and also, uh, there was actually an another pilot of the X Men. It was um, you know Pride of the X Men, 
and it came out in 1988. It was a pilot, but then the series never got off the ground. And it made its way towards, um, you know, in comic book conventions. There was videos of it, and it actually appeared on a few uh, Spider-Man um, animated um, uh, cartoon series DVDs. Uh, it was on there as well. And I actually saw it on YouTube uh, years ago. Uh, a couple of years ago. I haven't seen it since then. And pretty much it's about, um, you know, well, let's say the Pride of the X-Men. It's, um, you know, it's about uh, oh, the, the girl Pride. Uh, oh, I forget her name. Um, the girl with the cat claws and stuff like that. And, you know, Wolverine, he's given a, um, you know, an Australian accent. And... You know, that's the other thing. It's like, they say, they always change uh, Wolverine's, um, you know, Wolverine's uh, origins. They say, like, he's an Australian, or they say he's from Canada. I mean, um, either way, he's still, he's still a badass. And also, on that episode, um, we were also introduced to uh, Morph, and a lot of people... I've said that, well, Morph is an original X-Men. He was never in the comics. And actually, he was in the comics. Uh, he has been in the comics. Um, he's not really one of the big players. I mean, of course, his biggest claim to fame was in Night of the Sentinels, uh, Part 1 and 2. He would come back uh, seasons later, you know, when he thought that he was abandoned by the X-Men and he was out for revenge on Wolverine and the rest of the crew. And it turns out he was actually being used by uh, Magneto. And, but Morph was one of my favorites because, um, you know, he, he would always change, you know, he would always change into different personalities and stuff like that. And, and I think had he not been, um, you know, had not been supposedly killed off, you know, I mean, maybe, you know, we could have seen what he could have done more, you know, he could have been like the real comic relief for the, um, you know, for the X-Men and... You know, I mean, that would have, um, that would have been awesome to see. Yeah, that would have been awesome to see. But, uh, my all-time favorite, uh, X-Men has always been Wolverine. Yeah, I've always loved Wolverine. Um, you know, I liked Cyclops, too. I liked Cyclops, I liked Beast, and Iceman, and all the other X-Men, but, uh, for me, you know, it's always been Wolverine. I mean, Wolverine is, you know, so badass, you know, with the claws that come out of his knuckles and stuff. And the Wolverine movies, uh, I've seen all the Wolverine movies, and they're all pretty good. Even uh, the one where they had uh, Deadpool, Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool, X-Men Origins. You know, even I like that one. A lot of people gave that movie shit, but um, me personally, I, I actually liked it. So, nonetheless... Um, that's going to be the first episode of uh, Marvel and May, the watch-along for X-Men, Night of the Sentinels. And then in the second week, I'll be doing a graphic novel review. Yep, I'm doing a graphic novel review of The Punisher, Circle of Blood. And... Circle of Blood is actually considered, like, the greatest uh, graphic novel in the history of the Punisher's uh, catalog. And what it's about is that the Punisher, 
he joins a um, this group of trying to rid crime, and you know he, they bust him out of jail and and stuff. But then he realizes um, there's more to it, and that um, you know there's all sorts of twists and turns and stuff. It was released in 1988, I believe. I think it, yeah, it was in 1988 or 87. You know when the Punisher got his own series, and it is um, it is very incredible. It's a great um, book. I you know I can't wait to read it to you guys, and I hope that uh, you find it in your local uh, comic book store or your local bookstore. You know because it really is a you know a great story, and I'm actually surprised that they haven't done a, a movie based off of it. You know I mean whenever we've seeing the um, the punisher movies like you know it starts you know talking about his origins and and what have you i mean the last punisher movie punisher war journal i mean that was a great movie you know i thought it was a lot better than the one with thomas jane and john travolta um but for me number one will always be the the one with dolph lundgren yeah the uh the 89 uh punisher film and yeah, you know, and also the Kingpin is, um, well, the Kingpin is mentioned, uh, he's not really, um, yeah, he's not really seen, but, um, no, less, it's a good graphic novel, and I can't wait to, uh, read it to you all, and, um, there. Oh, that's that good berry lemonade. Also, it's health aid uh, kombucha by the way <clears throat> yep health aid kombucha they always have some good kombuchas you know um i like um this kombucha uh kombucha <laughs> yeah um i like this kombucha product more than any others because um no health aid they just have great flavors you know there's grape vibes there's tropical punch there's uh berry lemonade there's pink lady apple which is uh my all-time personal favorite but uh this berry lemonade has uh worked out pretty well i'm definitely gonna give my brother a big old hug um after this <laughs> so Now, in week three, week three, as I mentioned, um, I'm doing a watch along of Spider-Man, the, um, the animated, yeah, Spider-Man and his uh, amazing friends, and uh, I'm actually going to be uh, looking at uh, two episodes. I thought about uh, showing one episode. I thought about showing the one where... Um, the one episode where they all meet, um, you know, where they all meet for the first time and, you know, in college and they just, you know, decide to become the, you know, spider friends. Um, but then, you know, I also thought about the, the one episode with, um, with all the X-Men and that was a, that's a great episode. And those are two of my favorite episodes actually, but, um, so I just decided, like, you know what? I'm just going to do a watch-along. I'm just going to... We're going to look at two of those episodes. Yep, so we're going to um, 
look at two episodes of Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Also, it has a great uh, theme song, too. You know, I mean, the theme song is just, um, you know, it's just incredible. I mean, um, I mean, when you hear that theme song, it just really brings you back to the good old days. You know, the good old days when, uh, you know, superhero cartoons uh, were great. I mean, like in the 70s, they were great. And, you know, the 80s, they were they were great as well. You know, I mean, not much violence or, or anything like that. You know, especially on DC's end with the Super Friends and Superman and Batman and Robin. But, of course, uh, the superheroes cartoons in the 90s, uh, they were much, much better. You know, I mean, definitely way better. You know, Batman the Animated Series, uh, the Spider-Man the Animated Series, you know. I love their, um, you know, I love their rendition of uh, the old, uh, you know, Spider-Man theme. You know, instead adding the electric guitar and stuff like that, you know, Spider-Man, Spider-Man, the Spider-Man, and you know that, you know, I mean, I mean, I mean, my God, I mean, even the, uh, the electric guitar and x-men the animated series i mean that is just incredible i mean that song that makes you want to really go out and kick some ass yeah you know you hear that you're like yeah i'm ready to fight somebody yeah yeah fuck that motherfucker <laughs> <laughs> though i recommend you do not go out and uh fight any anybody because that will lead to big problems and some serious jail time <laughs> But, uh, nonetheless, yeah, I will be, um, I will be doing a watch-along for, uh, for Spider-Man and his amazing friends. Uh, I am also doing the next week, I will also be doing another, uh, review of another graphic novel. Well, this one is from my, uh, Incredible Hulk... Uh, collection that I bought years ago when I was in high school and this has like all the classic um, Incredible Hulk um, stories you know when it started out in the 60s so we're going to be reading I mean I'm going to be doing a review of the origin story of the Incredible Hulk yep I'm doing the uh, the origin story of the Incredible Hulk and Actually, when the Incredible Hulk started out, he was supposed to be gray. He wanted, um, Stan Lee had wanted to be gray, you know, to, um, you know, to be gray as in, um, like the original Frankenstein movie, because Frankenstein, uh, was a big influence on the Incredible Hulk, and, you know, Stan Lee has said in interviews that he felt like, you know, Frankenstein, he was the more the good guy. It's just that, you know, he had a brain slapped into his head and these villagers, they just kept chasing him and they wouldn't leave him alone. And that's sort of what it is with the Hulk. You know, instead that, um, you know, the Hulk is a human and that, um, you know, he has these changes when someone is in danger or, you know, he's, um, or he, or he gets angry. And, of course, uh, there was something wrong with 
with the printer at that time. So like uh, there were times when it would be gray or he'd be purple or he'd be blue. And then they finally decided to settle on green. Yep, uh, that's how the Incredible Hulk became green. So uh, good little background story there on the Incredible Hulk. And then in the final week, yep, the final week of Marvel in May, I'm going to be doing a top 10 countdown. Yep, I'm going to be doing a top 10 countdown of my favorite Marvel superheroes. There is a good chance that uh, your favorite will not be on the list, or he or she will not be number one. But it is selective. You know, everyone's top 10 list is selective. Every great art is selective. And every great uh, comic book is uh, selective. You know, I mean, um, everybody has preferences. It's all selective. There's no really no great, uh, you know, what comic brand is better. You know, I mean, I don't really... I mean, to be honest with you, like, I don't really, like... Uh, read too much of the indie comics unless it's like something to do with ninjas or or samurais or something you know like the mangas or whatever but other than that i don't really read much of the independents much i mean i guess i stay with more with the mainstream i mean i like some of the artwork and what have you but for me you know it's just always been dc marvel uh image a little bit you know with spawn you know my brother is a uh, huge fan of Spawn, you know, in fact, used to watch the HBO uh, TV series, um, you know, the, those three seasons, and there was actually a rumor that it was going to be brought back, but then um, HBO decided to cancel it, but I really hope that they do bring it back, I mean, I know that they're bringing the sequel movie, I think it's, no, wait, it's not a sequel, it's a reboot, and Jamie Foxx is supposed to play Spawn, and uh, that should be pretty interesting, I mean, because uh, Jamie Foxx will also be playing the role of Mike Tyson, yeah, in the upcoming uh, Mike Tyson film, so uh, that should definitely be um, pretty interesting, you know, I can't wait to see that as well, and getting back to preferences and stuff like that, you know, um, now, as I said before, you know, I mean, you know, as a kid, uh, you know, uh, you know, I loved Batman, but I also loved more of the Marvel superheroes. And for me, there really is no um, best. You know, you know, people always have these debates. You know, who, you know, who puts out the better movies? Who puts out the better comics? You know, Marvel, DC, and the reality is, is that um, you know, there really neither one is is best you know i mean i mean it, it it all depends you know it's all selective you know not everything in marvel is is great i mean there are some marvel heroes i don't like you know i mean i've i mean i'm not into uh dr strange i mean i know everyone is into dr strange now but uh you know dr strange it just never really appealed to me you know i mean i can see why people like it because it's like the mysticisms and different dimensions and perils and and stuff like that, but, uh, for me, I just, uh, I just can't get into it, yeah, I can't get into that, uh, Moon Knight, Moon Knight, uh, kind of the same thing, Silver Surfer, 
uh, well, maybe, yeah, I mean, I had a Silver Surfer, um, action figure, too, so, uh, but I never really, uh, read the, um, I never read the comics or anything. Uh, the Fantastic Four, well, I love the Fantastic Four. I mean, I liked them as a as a kid. You know, I used to watch the, the cartoons and, and stuff. But, um, but as far, you know, as right now, I mean, I mean, I've seen a little bit of the movies with uh, Jessica Alba and, uh, you know, they looked, they looked okay. But I'm um, not that big of a fan of uh, Fantastic Four. Uh, Nick Fury, I've always been a little curious about, but, uh, you know, the Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. and stuff like that, but I never really read the comics, I mean, so, um, so there, and same thing with DC, I mean, there are some DC heroes I'm not particularly a fan of, like, I'm not particularly a fan of, um, of Green Arrow, I mean, like, I see the appeal, but that's, that's just not for me. Um, not a really big fan of Green Lantern. Um, let's see, who else? Uh, The Flash. The Flash is okay, you know, I mean, I like him when he's in the Super Friends, but as far as standalone comic, no. Uh, John Jones, uh, Marvin Martian, whatever you want to call him. Uh, no, he doesn't appeal to me either. But, uh, but for as far as all-around superheroes, for me, it's uh, Batman, Superman, Robin. Uh, I like Wonder Woman a bit. Um, Wolverine, X-Men, Deadpool, uh, Spider-Man, The Incredible Hulk, The Punisher, Blade. Of course, I mean, who doesn't love Blade? I mean, <laughs> I mean anybody who doesn't like who doesn't like the Blade movies or doesn't like the Blade comics, I mean, you've got to be out of your fucking mind. I mean, a guy who's half-human, half-vampire, can walk in the sunlight and likes to kill vampires, I mean, what's not to love about the guy? <laughs> so, so there. Speaking of May, as I have mentioned before on this podcast, that Matt's World, my new podcast, is coming out in May, May 2nd, and it's a great timing for that because May is Mental Health Awareness Month. <coughs> oh, sorry, just burped and coughed at the same time. Um, and, of course, um, I don't think too many of you people know this, but, um, I do have, uh, mental health issues. I have, um, I suffer from depression and anxiety, and also I am on the spectrum. I have Asperger's, and... You know, everyone, uh, you know, has been saying that, you know, mental health, you know, mental illness, you know, mental health, uh, you know, we need to make that more of a priority in the United States. And I really do believe that. And that's what I'm bringing to um, my show on Matt's World. I mean, it won't be all mental health. I mean, 
it's not going to be all doom and gloom, but it won't always be happy and sunshine and rainbows as well. Pretty much like life. <laughs> um, well, Monday I'll be talking about uh, mental health. Yeah, mental health Mondays. I'll be talking about uh, some personal stories of uh, myself and also talking about things that uh that can affect it as well and but there'll also be some happy stuff in it as well i'll be reading some um some experts uh, yeah i'll be reading blah yeah i'll be reading some excerpts from um hagakuri uh the way of the samurai and some other and another book book that I'll be reading as well and then on Wednesday I will be doing Wrestle Talk Wednesday that will also be part of Matt's world and on that day I'll be talking about you know all the stuff in professional wrestling you know what goes on behind the scenes my thoughts on some of the stuff that goes on in wrestling and also I'll be looking at uh you know, some classic matches, too. Yeah, I'll be doing some uh, classic matches. And also some reviews of um, uh, classic WWF uh, home video. Yep. Thank God for Peacock. So I can uh, watch all the old uh, Coliseum home videos. I can do my reviews and... You know, and tell you what I think which ones to watch which ones not to watch now on fridays uh fridays will be fun day fridays and on those days it'll be a day of fun there's gonna be no segments or anything like that you know not particularly it's just gonna be a day of fun you know a day of whatever i want you know i could do a wrestling watch along i could do a review of a graphic novel, I can talk about music, I can talk about, uh, you know, anything, you know, I mean, that way it balances itself out, yeah, it balances itself out, but getting back to, uh, Mondays, you know, Mental Health Mondays, um, you know, as I said before, I, I suffer from depression, and I suffer from anxiety, and, you know, I mean, I mean, depression, my depression started, um, way back in middle school. Um, you know, in middle school, I was, um, picked on a lot. I mean, from middle school to high school, I was, um, constantly picked on and it just, It really did uh, affect my psyche because, um, you know, it led to me having a bad temper. It led to me, um, you know, getting into fights and and stuff. And, you know, and people would, um, some people, like, they stood up for me. Some teachers and some students, they would stick up for me and, and stuff. And others, um, you know, they were like, oh, you know, he's he's got to learn to control his temper. He's got to do this, you know, he's all, you know, and all, 
and all that stuff. He's got to have a thick skin. And, you know, this is back in the day, you know, I mean, I mean, this was a little after, yeah, this was after, um, you know, right after the Columbine thing and what have you. I mean, I mean, it was still talked about, you know, people were saying like, oh, we got to be nicer to each other, you know, or whatever. In fact, I remember um, during my first year of high school, um, some guys were like, um in my english class they were like bragging on me and um you know like i was trying to you know like you know like they were just like making fun of me or something and one of the girls um she said you know guys stop you're gonna make him you know you might make him you might make somebody like come back and and shoot you know, he might come back with a gun and shoot them, and, you know, it was still fresh, it was still fresh in everyone's mind, you know, it was, um, you know, it was still fresh in everyone's mind, and by that time, the Columbine thing had been, like, I think it had been, like, two, two and a half years, and she even said to me, listen, if you, please, if you are mad and you do want to shoot anybody, please do not shoot me, and I wasn't thinking about that, you know, but, um, sorry, this is a lot, um, but, you know, it was, um, but yeah, it was definitely an impact, I mean, because, you know, you go into high school, or you go to a new school, period, you know, you, you know, you're trying to fit in, you're trying to, you know, you want to get along with everybody, and I thought high school was was just going to be much better, you know, because, you know, I used to watch a lot of, like, you know, I watched a lot of movies and TV shows, and it was like, wow, high school looks so fun, you know, partying and getting girls, and, you know, like, I can't wait to get to high school, and, and it turned out to be, um, you know, a living hell. And it was a living hell from 15, from the age of 15 till about, um, actually I would say 14, uh, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14. Um, yeah, I would say, uh, from the age of 14 till, um, till about 20 because, um, I graduated late because I kept having to transfer because I just kept getting picked on and stuff and, and I just got into a lot of fights, and I mean, some I would win, some I wouldn't. And you know, and it was just really hard. It was just really hard. I got, you know, I suffered depression. I I have um, a few times uh, tried to commit suicide. I have cut myself, and. Um, And later on in my adult years, yeah, I, you know, I, I've also tried to commit suicide. And what got me through it was, um, well, first and foremost, um, God. I mean, I respect the fact that if you're, you know, if you're not of, um, you know, if you're not a religious person or whatever, you know, I'm not going to try to, 
sell the, um, the good word of Christianity to you. But um, for me, it was, um, it was God. Second was, um, you know, my mom. I mean, my mom, she, um, I mean, she was there for me when I was diagnosed with Asperger's. I mean, I was diagnosed late. I mean, I was diagnosed at 16. And, um, you know, she's been through some real tough times with me and still going through some tough times with me because um, I just had a little bout of depression myself. And the impression I had was uh, there was this um, girl that I met this week and you know, I had gotten her number and, you know, I'm not going to put her, I'm not going to put her name out there because, uh, she might be listening to this podcast. She she actually said that she was going to check out my podcast and, you know, I was, um, you know, feeling the vibe, you know, I thought like, oh, we we're having a good conversation, you know, talked about the podcast and talked about where she grew up and she liked basketball and, you know, and, um, and then I got her number and, you know, cause I said like, Hey, you know, can I take you out for coffee or lunch sometime, you know? And, and, and then I sent her, um, a text, uh, yesterday and she said in her text that, you know, like, Oh, I shouldn't have given you my number because you know, I have a boyfriend, you know, I'm sorry if I gave you the wrong impression, but you, I hope to see you again, you know, at karaoke, and also I'm definitely going to check out your podcast, and I mean, I mean, it hurt, I mean, it definitely hurt, and you know, this morning I was still feeling it, and then, um, but I had a good talk with my mom, and also, um, also, I had gotten some uh, kombucha from my brother. <laughs> Rarely does he... Um, well, I mean, he likes kombucha, but uh, rarely does he ever, like, uh, bring over kombucha for me. I always get the kombucha myself. And that's what put me in a good mood now. And now I'm in a much better headspace. And... And, of course, uh, you know, I'm... I'm not too discouraged. I'm going to go out on Saturday night. Uh, this upcoming Saturday night, I'm going I'm going to be going out and I'm going to go to karaoke and I'm going to try I'm going to try again, you know? I mean, because also I've just gotten back into the dating world after uh, Valentine's Day. Um, Valentine's Day, you know, left me a mess. And you know, I'm a little more optimistic and um you know, I mean, I would love to have um, a relationship. I haven't been in a relationship in three years. So, also, by the way, you know, I am single. So, if you ladies are looking, hit me up in, in Gmail, mbars1986 at gmail.com. <laughs> um, and you can also find me on Instagram, too, at Matthew Barris on Instagram. And... You know, I mean, the dating world for people with disabilities like um, like myself, it is very hard, you know, because 
you think you learn one way and then all of a sudden it just changes and and what have you and i'll get in i'll get into more of that um on the first episode but all i can say is that you know the struggle is real you know the struggle is real and people have have talked to me they say like look man we understand your struggle you know you're a nice guy and you'll find someone and and i really hope i do because um you know there's just been a lot of um stuff that's been going on and you know it has led me to a bad depression and i've actually had a bad uh start to 2022 that has definitely affected my my mental health i've um well starting in january i had um contracted um well i gotten a cold where i thought was a cold you know, um, because I had been out on New Year's Eve, you know, and I've been, you know, sweating and wearing a big jacket and also being cold. And I, um, and then, uh, also that, that night, uh, that was my last night of, uh, drinking. I haven't had a drop in three months. And after, um, and after New Year's Eve, I had gotten sick. And then one night, um, while I was trying to watch WWE SmackDown, I um, something was wrong in my stomach and in my back. And, you know, I kept having to pee a lot. Um, you know, I felt something happening in my penis. And I, I had to uh, go to the hospital that night. And my mom had to take me to the hospital, and I literally felt like I was dying. I thought at first, like, oh my god, my kidneys have shut down. I felt like, okay, this is it. You know, I'm gonna die. And but of course, I was telling Jesus, I was saying, Jesus, please just get me through the night. Please just get me through the night. Please just get me through this night. And um hours later you know i gotten my x-rays and it turns out that i had actually passed a kidney stone yep it was a kidney stone and um you know and my mom she had to be there with me watching me in pain and struggling and and you know i mean almost brought to the point of tears i mean because and it was really painful i mean they say that when you passing a kidney stone it is the second worst pain you can ever feel um the second worst pain ever you can feel next to childbirth and i tell you i mean when i went to when i was gonna go get my x-rays and stuff to figure out what it was you know i i was begging the nurses i said listen please just give me something for it you know please just knock me out knock me the fuck out and they gave me some medication it didn't really knock me out but made me a little more relaxed and I actually got in a, a nap and actually it's a pretty funny story um uh as i was asleep and i was dreaming i had this dream that um shaquille neal came to my hospital room and shaquille neal's like my favorite basketball player you ask anybody i'm a huge Shaq fan ever since he first came into the league and I had this dream that he was like, you know, he's in my room, he's over my bed with my mom, and, you know, he acts like, oh, how's he doing? Is he going to be okay? And she goes, oh, he'll, he'll be fine, you know, he's just resting. And 
And I looked up at him, and he goes, he goes, hi. And I went, hey. <laughs> you know, and, um, and then later on, um, I had this dream that, um, you know, like, we were in the woods, and we were camping, and, uh, you know, we were talking about our friendship, and, um, and stuff, and I think it's, a it was a really good sign that, um, you know, things were probably going to get better, because, um, you know, after that, I, I had left, and, um, you know, and I've, um, you know, it was, like, around, four or five o'clock in the morning and you know my mom had to be there with me and I posted on Instagram that I went through a bad kidney stone I said you know you know it really did um you know it really did scare me and encouraged me to want to work out more and stuff and you know every day is a gift and it really is and so that's my story of uh, the beginning of the year. I mean, I've um, I've gone through. Also, I con contracted COVID too. I found out that I contracted COVID, and I had all my shots. I had I had the two shots before before, but then I found out later. You know, I did get it, and um, so for a while there was no uh, kissing girls or anything like that. All the good stuff. But, um, but yeah, and, you know, this year has just been a, it's just been a crappy year, you know, so far. I mean, COVID, kidney stone, I also had to get a liquor ID because in the state of Massachusetts, um, you know, certain clubs won't let you in without a liquor ID because they say like, you know, the bar could be held responsible if you're giving too much drinks and what have you. And basically, a liquor ID is the same as a state ID. But, uh, yeah, that's just, uh, it's it's just basically a clusterfuck. And that had to cost me a lot of money, too. Cost me some money. So, uh, that, so that made me a happy camper. Happy camper. But uh, I said to myself, I said, you know what, this summer, this summer is going to be a summer of selfishness. And it really is. It is really going to be a summer of selfishness for me because also on top of all that stuff, I had to maintain my sobriety. Um, and it was, and it's been hard, you know, not ever uh, having a drink and my drinking issue was um, not like drinking every day, but my drinking issue was that, you know, I binge drink and, you know, binge drinking, you know, I mean, that was something that was really, um, that was really a problem with me. You know, it was like once I started with one, I couldn't stop. I mean, I would go like a week without drinking, and then the next week I would go drink. I get like a six pack and and stuff. And also on a few episodes of Enter the Bat Cave, I've been. Um, I think I on one of the episodes I was drunk and and stuff. And you know, realizing that you know, like you know, I you know, I also drink on my live stream shows on Instagram. I've 
you know, I drink, uh, you know, when there was like a big fight or a big WWE pay-per-view. Um, and, um, and I realized that, you know what, maybe I do have a problem and, and it's, and it's the binge drinking. And so I just quit drinking. Yeah, that was my New Year's resolution. I, um, in fact, going a little back to New Year's Eve, um, <clears throat> you know, I got really shit-faced. I mean, I had, uh, I had some cocktails, I had, a, I had gotten a bottle of champagne, and, um, you know, I, you know, I had that, and, you know, made myself some mimosas. In fact, actually, on my way, um, on my way home, um, you know, I had a little mini bottle of champagne that a girl who I kissed, uh, New Year's Eve, my New Year's Eve kiss, uh, she gave me, you know, I drink that, and I had me some New York pizza, right here in Boston, and then I had, um, a bottle of champagne, a guy in his car, um, as I was walking off the street, he gave me, a, handed me a bottle of champagne, I was like, hey, happy New Year's, and I was like, oh, okay, and I drank it right in the middle of the street, and... You know, I just came home, very plastered, and, of course, uh, <laughs> you know, had a bad hangover, <laughs> a really bad hangover, but, uh, but yeah, it was worth it. It was, uh, it was definitely worth it. And since then, you know, I have struggled, um, with, with it, you know, I mean, three months, I mean, that's good. Um, but the thing is, uh, I just have to remember that once I start with one, I won't be able to stop. And that is what kept me from going to the liquor store and getting a drink. And, you know, I just, you know, I just talked, you know, I just, uh, turned to God. I turned to my mom, also my therapist, uh, my therapist, she, um, not going to say her name out but, uh, she, out there, but, uh, she's been a godsend, and she's helping me with, uh, my other stuff, including the dating part, and also, um, my friend, um, Anitra Barnes, who I've mentioned on this show before, Anitra Barnes, aka Sansi, uh, she has gotten me through, um, she has gotten me through so much, and, um, uh, you know, she's been having a bad year so far herself. I mean, I'm not going to put it out there, but she's, uh, she's been struggling herself and, but we've leaned on each other and, you know, she's, she really has been one of the best friends, um, that I have, you know, and I still talk to and, and I've, I am so grateful for her. I'm so happy for her. And, you know, she's had some good things coming her way too. And some good things are going to come my way. I know too you know, starting in the summertime, um, my summer for me starts on Memorial Day. That's when the summer of selfishness starts. I'm going to do what I want, when I want, whenever I want. There's going to be no, no problems, no frictions, no nothing. I mean, of course, nothing illegal. I mean, I'm not going to do anything that'll put me in jail or anything, but all I am going to say is that, um, th i <laughs> tongue-tied I plan on making this my summer you know for my mental health and I think everyone 
this year should try to make this their summer. You know, everyone try to have the best summer you can, you know, this summer. Because even though we still have COVID and there's still some stuff that we can't do, but you know what? We still have to live our life. Yeah, we have to be careful. We have to watch ourselves. But for our own mental, oh, for our own um, sanity, we need to go out and have fun. We need to have fun this summer. Whether that's going to the beach or going to karaoke, whether it's, um, you know, going out of town, you know, or something. Whatever it is, make this your summer. Make this your summer. Because I definitely plan on making this my summer. You know, I'm doing, um, I got two podcasts. Uh, there's another one I'm thinking about uh, doing with uh, a friend of mine. Um, you know, I plan on going to New York City, either that or Cape Cod. But either one, uh, I'm going to have uh, Sansi uh, you know, meet up with me and party and stuff. I mean, hopefully she can get some uh, time off work because in Virginia, the other um, ovarian um, thing, which is mutated from um, from COVID, is starting to happen. And it's been popping up in Virginia, um, you know, where she where she is now and i and also uh, she's i mean the last thing she needs is covid you know i mean i mean she she had covid herself uh her family did but uh she they're okay now and they're good but um but i also um <clears throat> let's see i also plan on uh finding love yeah, finding true love, you know. I mean, I'm not going to give up uh, looking for love. I know I've been in relationships before and I can be there again. I mean, it's hard to figure out, you know, like, why, you know, why am I being rejected? And, you know, why is it taking me so long to find another relationship? But, <clears throat> but I am faithful. You know, I'm faithful and, uh, you know, I get weary at times and I just have to, um, I just have to keep turning to, well, to my higher power and also to the people that surround me, you know, the people that surround me that, uh, that help me, uh, get through this and you all should too, you know, who, whoever's in your support system, keep them there and, And, you know, and try to get better, you know, always try to strive to be better. And that's it. I'm getting off my soapbox now. Going to end it there. Uh, next week, Night of the Sentinels 1 and 2. So get ready for Marvel in May. Hope you all are ready for that. And then in June, we're going to go back to some Batman stuff, I promise. <laughs> but that's the episode. Hope you all uh, enjoyed it. Also, uh, get ready for Matt's World coming May 2nd, Monday. And I hope you all um, have a wonderful day. And never be afraid to ask for help. It's not weakness. It's... A sign of strength because we all need help um, to get through life we all need 
help. We all need someone to lean on. And I have my people to lean on and uh, thank God for them. So until then, this is Matthew Barris saying later, masturbators.